Welcome to Library Land Loves, a podcast from OLA. We believe that libraries are full of the most passionate people on the planet. People who are passionate about their careers, about the people they're serving, and the programs they're running. And that passion doesn't end there. Be it the coffee they're drinking or the pop culture they're consuming, Library Land loves a lot. And then we just start with the conversation. Right now. Right now. We've already started it. We've already started it. <laughs> Conversations happen. Okay. So last week we had our RA in a Day conference on Friday, April 20th. Mm -hmm. And this year we were at Mississauga Civic Center, which was one of the changes that we made. Um, Location can do a lot for a conference. I feel like this year it had a really like airy vibe. It really did. Yeah. Like as much as I loved it, it was at the alumni hall for the past faculty club. Faculty club. I always get those two confused. The faculty club. It's a beautiful building. I loved it, but. It was time for a change, yeah. and I think it gave us the proper time to really test this new space because mm-hmm. we've used it before. For other events, we've used it, but for mm-hmm. this one, it's good for, you know, you're in the same room all day long, but you can see the entire horizon of the great city of Mississauga. And this year we focused, the committee focused on readers advisory and social media. So it was really around um, engaging with readers through social media, through Instagram, through Twitter. No one cares about Snapchat anymore. (laughs) So we talked about those two platforms and how to make the most out of it. Mm -hmm. And we got some really good um, thoughts from attendees on what they liked most about providing readers advisory service. Yeah. So one of the tasks that I took upon myself was to ask as many attendees as possible what their most memorable RA experience was. And so this wasn't necessarily what they had got out of the conference itself. This was just like in their day-to-day working style, kind of what they would like. And from the responses, I think we've, we've kind of clumped them into three groups Four groups. Three groups and a bonus group. Oh, three groups and a bonus group. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were going to nix the bonus group, but I'm, I'm all on board for including that in here. Um, and for those of you who aren't in public library land, um, for all intents and purposes moving forward, RA stands for Reader's Advisory, oh. which you may remember from your library school days, basically comes down to advising readers and what they should read next. Yes. If somebody walks into a library and says, give me a book on this, or can you recommend a good title? That's RA in practice. So the first group that Michael spoke with is reflecting on just how varied and vast their RA skills are. Yeah. And the different tools and resources that they can draw upon. One time I had a customer ask me for naval fiction. So this is like your Horatio Hornblower. And I'm a big YA fantasy lover. So when he asked me for marine fiction, this kind of was like a deer in the headlights look until I realized I have all the tools I need. I went to Novelist, he had read everything. And it made me realize though that even if I haven't read it, I was able to go to my tools and find something for him. And unfortunately he had read everything, but you know what? It didn't stop there because we had a whole display of historical fiction and he browsed there and did find something but I'll just never forget that deer in the headlights feeling when someone asked me for naval historical fiction. Uh, my most memorable RA experience was when a boy came up and asked for the book with the raccoon on it. He didn't know the title or the author just that it had a raccoon uh, and I found it. Thank you Google Images. <laughs> Yeah, I really like these two because it does highlight, you know, we have all the tools at hand, even if we forget about them some from time to time. The thing that I love about Reader's Advisory librarians and library staff uh, is they are the ones in the library who have some of the most 
customer interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the sheer number of people that they deal with in a day is astounding to me. So these next few people that Michael spoke with are talking about their customer experiences. I was doing community outreach um, in the mall that my library is attached to and I had a gentleman who only spoke Arabic come up and try to ask me some questions. So we were able to communicate using Google Translate and show him our Mango Languages like e-resource where they have <laughs> learning English for Arabic speakers and he was so happy to finally have a tool that was free that he could use right away to interact with the new city that he now lives in. So I had this lady, um, she wants to read all the books that's related to Liverpool. She's mostly read everything about the place already and she likes mostly historical fiction. So we gave her recommendations and she came back numerous times and wanting new stuff. And we have very limited um, selections obviously, so we try to expand to um, places that are nearby and also relates back to Liverpool. So. That has been a success, and so far we've expanded to Scotland with her right now. So, yeah, it's been a constant. I just think it's really sweet that they have these interactions with these same customers over months, years, and they keep these relationships going through yeah. Reader's Advisory. Yeah, because I know when you're working in an, uh, an academic library, librarians usually develop a relationship with students and faculty, developing resources and resource guides uh, for their research projects. and. For a public library, you still have that interaction, and I think really showcasing them in this light, it brings to light just how important it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So this next attendee that Michael spoke with is referring to how we as librarians, as library folk, are always learning new things. Oh yes, even if you're out of school, you're never, you're never stopped right. learning. And in this case, an entirely new genre that she was completely unaware of had a gentleman come in the other day and he had a book um, and he wanted more books like it and it was the genre was world noir so unfortunately we had not cataloged it that way but there was a website of this publisher and there was like 30 books um, translated noir titles that had been translated from around the world so I showed him the website and then he came back two days later and he had ordered some of the books and he was so excited and I learned about a new genre, world noir. <laughs> Sounds really interesting. I want to know what this world noir I know. is all about. It's fascinating. Yeah, I want to read it too. Is it like neo-noir, like Blade Runner style, or is it some other kind of... I'm out. I mean, I'm not into any noirs, so oh, no? might as well start with world noir. Oh man, I love noirs. <laughs> <laughs> so this last group, the bonus group. The bonus round. There's always got to be people talking about sex in the library. Mm-hmm. So these uh, last attendees were talking about um, interactions they've had with customers where they've been just trying... Trying to get around the question, trying to, they're just hedging around it. It's a touchy subject, so it's hard to, you can't just go straight at it. Well, they can't anyway. No. They can't say the words, but they're trying their best to get there. Yeah. So I do a lot of recommendations for seniors, and one of them was asking me for this book about, you know, a relationship between a man and a woman, and she really likes reading Danielle Steele and Light things. Long conversation, couldn't figure out what she wants. She wanted Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> and she was too afraid to tell me on the phone how much you know sex she wanted in the book. But uh, A lot of those times I have those conversations that turn from, oh I thought you just liked this, and really you secretly <laughs> desire something more. So. Okay, so I think this was more an RA prank. The one time I was on the desk and I had someone call in, a male, in a very whispering voice, he asked me for a a version of the Kama Sutra. 
And so I tried to help him and he seemed very embarrassed and then I hung up and then soon after that I had a woman call in asking for a version of the camera sutra as well. So I was like, I don't know if this is real or not, but I'll just help them and you know, <laughs> that's what I can think of. The thing that I love about both of these interactions is that they're both over the phone. Yeah. It's like people, I didn't even realize that libraries did RA over the phone. So oh, first yes. of all, yep. I learned something. Yep. And second of all, <laughs> people are gonna only going to ask about sex books over the phone, apparently. Apparently, yeah, which... <laughs> It's harder to like bring them over to the stacks and like find the proper book for them in that case. Yeah, uh, doing RE over the phone is a little bit of a nightmare. But when you're when that's the only resource you have, yeah, it's the only one you're going to use. And also, I like that she didn't shame her for reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, no shame. Like you read what you want to read. I mean, you know, whatever. I'd feel shame, but <laughs> no shame. It's fine. No shame. <laughs> um. So that's it for this year's RA in a Day. It was a great uh, conference, and I think that everyone learned a lot. I learned the term flat lay. I don't know. What is flat lay? Oh, flat lay. I was on the desk when you were... So this was on Instagram. On Instagram, when you look at a picture where it's all like, very nicely laid out where things are laid out in a flat manner you know like oh is that what it's called merchandised up yeah they call that a flat lay yeah because we were playing with the light box and yes anything in a light box okay okay so that's what it was yeah i had a blast helping out all these different librarians lay out their own flat lay i guess that's what it's called yeah and they were having a ball i know just developing all these different instagram pictures it's a great time so go back take a look at the hashtag ra in a day um there's a number of our uh, publisher vendors that have amazing Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. The Penguin account, my best friend Vicky Vansicle and her <laughs> Penguin Children's account is amazing. Yep. Um, and people are doing some really great things promoting books on Instagram and Twitter. So. Yeah, and definitely like follow them and steal their ideas. Like just grab and go because that's what we're in here for. Inspiration is what I used to say. Inspiration. Yeah. Yes. I like to say that rather than steal. Rather than steal. Yeah. Don't steal. <laughs> Plagiarism is bad. But. Be inspired and run wild. That's right. That's right. So I hope that we'll see you at next year's RA in a Day, which will be next April. And we'll be choosing a genre for that. So keep your ears tuned. Yeah. It could be World Noir. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See ya. Oh, good God. <laughs>